Hey gorgeous! Get your cup of tea ready, have a seat in a cozy coach and relax. Because this is your self-love time and we are here for you. It is I, Anna Geller, I'm a host at Diva Radio, self-love mentor and an inspirational author. I love guiding women on the journey to discover their true desires and needs, to appreciate their inner goddesses and to say yes to the abundant life. Every woman has a story. And behind every successful woman there is another woman who has her back. I believe that we all are made up of our wounds. This is how real beauty appears. Many women still think that they need a special moment or a sign from the above. But sometimes all we need is a story to hear. I'm so happy to introduce my guest today, a gorgeous lady living her passion, Helen Gray. Haley is a founder and owner of Leadership Girl, graduate of Duke's Foucault School of Business and serial entrepreneur. In addition to her many business ventures, she is also a wife, mom of four and Girl Scout leader. Haley is passionate about helping women achieve their potential and she empowers them to overcome obstacles in leadership positions and entrepreneurial ventures. Welcome, Haley. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Haley, could you please share a bit of your background? So I started my own businesses about four years ago. I started doing some business consulting while I was at Duke and people kept coming to me asking me for help with their businesses. Um, prior to that, I was a computer programmer at IBM and another company called EMC. So. I went from the technology to the business world. And how did you come up with an idea of the leadership goal? I saw a lot of opportunities for women in business as I started proceeding through my MBA. And I saw that only 10% of my class was women. And in my work, it was only about 1 in 30 of the managers were women. So I saw a lot of opportunities there, and I also started researching women in entrepreneurship-type ventures and looking at women-owned businesses and where women's businesses are growing and the amount of money that women are making. And women fall significantly behind men in the amount of money that they're making in their businesses and in starting businesses. So I saw a lot of need. Since women make up more than 50% of the population, I thought that the number should be at least a little bit closer to somewhere near even. Um, Women achieve the rate of making a million dollars a year in their businesses about one-fifth, about one in five, as often as men. And on your opinion, what are the main differences between male and female leadership? Well, I think that there are a number of differences between kind of male and female leadership. Um, Women tend to question themselves a great deal more than men do and have a lot of the imposter syndrome. So women doubt that they actually deserve the positions that they're in many of the times and they kind of wonder if they're going to be caught and apprehended and thrown in jail for somehow being an imposter. Um, 
the next thing I see a lot is that women actually do a really great job in leadership because they approach leadership from a very collaborative um, perspective. And men tend to be much more directive than women, and women tend to solicit other people's input more and really make leadership a team effort so that they are truly leading people rather than directing them and dragging them along. And uh, diving into the idea of Leadership Girl, what are you offering for your clients? I offer a variety of different services for my clients. Uh, primarily, we do um, visibility and business coaching for our clients, so helping our clients get seen, build credibility, real clients in, and helping keep them understand how they let people know that their business actually exists. And then um, we do business coaching. We look at operations management. We look at product delivery, cost control, those sorts of things as well, so that as they're making money, they're not spending any more money than they need to spend. Um, the other services that we offer are coursework, and we also offer virtual admin services as well. Uh, I often hear that uh, your true male strategies in building and running business and their uh, female strategies. Uh, do you think there are some differences and uh, if uh, there are, what kind of? Women tend to approach business and leadership just very differently in terms of the collaborative thing is certainly one huge piece. But women also tend to look at the hard data, but we also look at the environment around the hard data. So in our personal lives, when we're building a business, it's not just about building a business. It's about supporting our families and making money for our families. Um, and, and I think that that affects a lot of decisions about how they lead and how they would run a business as well, because... They want to really take every aspect into consideration, not just, okay, so this is the, the one thing that I'm leading on. They really look at the holistic um, environment. Mm -hmm. And earlier you mentioned the effect of glass ceiling. The women actually can earn less money than men, men more visible in the business area than women. So I guess that we are living in the men's world. So how could you describe what challenges may a woman face in the men's world? I, I think that there's a number of different challenges um, because there are so few women in leadership positions in corporate. Uh, there are fewer mentors for women and finding somebody who is willing to work with you and really be a mentor and work with you one-on-one -on -one is much more rare for a woman than it is for a man. And it's actually compounded because there are not only fewer women, but women have different pressures in their lives. So we have families and we have children. So whereas men may leave work and they'll go out after work to go have a beer, most women are going to leave work and they're going to go home and they're going to take care of their families. Mm -hmm. And I think that that materially impacts their careers because they don't 
find the mentors and they don't spend the time with the mentors. And even if they were able to find a male who would be willing to work with them, they have to leave work and go take care of their family. Or if they find a male who will support them and mentor them, then there's always that question of, well, are they having some sort of improper relationship um, just because they're working together? So you have to be very careful about that, how it looks and what people are going to think. And it makes it much more difficult to get the support, the mentoring, the education, and the fostering that you need to get ahead in a leadership position. On your mind, would be a great match between male mentor and his female coaching? I don't know that there needs to be any problems with that. I just don't see it happen very often. Um, I've only seen it happen maybe two times in 20 years in corporate, um, just because it's really hard to make those connections and foster them. Um, the men won't leave the building with their female mentee, for instance. Um, it, it's kind of looked at oddly if you go out to lunch with somebody. Um, you know, especially if the man is older and the woman is younger, then people do tend to look at it really funny. Mm. Um, and not that there's anything going on, but it can be, it can be a challenge for, for all parties involved. As you mentioned earlier, uh, there's still situation there, women are conditioned to choose between household and career. And nowadays, many of us trying to be success, uh, successful as wives and moms and make a career at the same time. Yeah. And obviously, it leads some of them to a lack of interest, uh, burnout, and even deviant behavior. What would you suggest those women who try to balance various roles in order to stay energized, grounded, and satisfied? I think that you have to understand that there's only 24 hours in a day, no matter what you do, and that if you are truly moving yourself forward in your career, you're going to need help um, at home. If you have a husband, then the husband also needs to help because they're also his children. Um, I think also getting help in terms of getting assistance at home, whether it's getting help making meals or laundry or having somebody cut your yard or whatever assistance you need, getting really good childcare. Um, I can't stress how important it is to have high quality childcare so that you can actually go to work and have a career and really focus on your work while you're at work and not be having to worry about whether your child is going to be having a bad day. Um, sometimes it just boils down to making sure that your support structure and your support system is fully in place. For uh, all your suggestions seems to be easy to implement. I think <laughs> that some of us may uh, feel ashamed to make themselves as the first priority. So, being uh, as an example of a woman who is in charge of her big family and business, what are your secrets to have everything done? I, 
well, the first secret is that not everything gets done. And uh, truly, um, there is no perfect, um, you know, uh, whether it's getting things done, I think it's really figuring out what things are the most important and that must happen. And then looking at the things that are nice to have. And those things may or may not actually happen in a timely manner. Um, I can give you the perfect example of um, my children going to birthday parties. I decided a while ago that I would quit trying to come up with cute and clever and amazing gift ideas. And I instead go to the store and I buy gift cards because they're fast, they're easy. And the kids, honestly, I'm not having to figure out what they want, and I don't ever pick something that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to make those decisions. Um, anything I can do in my life to remove a lot of decision-making, whether it's for what's for dinner because I have a simple meal plan, um, or what to wear to work because I have a set number of outfits and every top goes with every bottom, really focusing on keeping things simple and easy and then doing the most important things first, which is keeping a roof over your head, food over the table and clothing on people's backs. And then everything else is a little bit more negotiable. And uh, one of your suggestions was having a support system. Do you have uh, any kind of system? And uh, if you have, could you tell me uh, a little bit more about it? Right. Um, when my children were smaller, um, we had an au pair or a nanny who lived in with us, and I think that that made a world of difference um, because we didn't have to get up in the morning and then take the child or the children to daycare and drop them off, so spending that time to take them to childcare in the morning, then going to work, coming back, picking them up from childcare, and then going home. The kids were already at home. So that saved us hours out of every day. The other benefit was obviously that we had somebody in the home taking care of the kids. So sick days were never an issue. Um, and we knew where the kids were at all times. Um, so things like that uh, didn't have to worry about laundry for the children because the caregiver is responsible for taking care of the laundry of the children. Um, so looking at ways like that that you can simplify our huge support systems um, can be just as simple as um, being able to order your groceries online and then have them delivered to your door um, with some of the offerings that different grocery stores are now offering where you can just go online and order your, your produce and order everything. Um, there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different systems that you can use to simplify. Um, I've done simple things like setting up birthdays and anniversaries and everything, and I do it in about two to three hours, one time a year, to cardstore.com, and then everybody gets birthday cards for everybody's birthdays, and I don't have to think about it again. And I look like I'm a genius and that I'm remembering everybody's birthday, <laughs> but it's really a very automated process. Yeah, it's those sorts of little things where you can find tools and tricks and either people that can help you or uh, services that provide little small things that can help um, that may not be very expensive at all, but, you know, making it 
work for you? Uh, here on Diva Radio, we are talking about um, self-love practices. Do you have any specific rituals to take care of yourself? Um, my favorite is honestly taking a long hot bath uh, every night whenever possible. Um, I, it's not unusual for me to come home after doing the kids' activities. Everybody's done for the evening. The kids are in bed, so I take a long hot bath and take some me time. And I think that taking that downtime and soaking in a nice hot bath is a really nice ritual. I may end up having to go work more after that because that's sometimes how life is. But at least I have that bubble of time of 30-45 minutes where it's just me and some downtime. And I kind of get to relax and chill and meditate and reflect on the water pouring into the tub and that sort of thing. Um, the other thing I do is that I schedule time nearly every week where I actually get extra sleeping time. So that to me is important. I'm a total sleep fiend. I love everything to get to do with sleep. So extra sleep to me is so important. And usually on Saturdays or Sundays, one or the other, I have blocks of time blocked off um, that are just for sleep. And my family knows not to wake me up or bother me. And how do you, uh, family members uh, react uh, that their mom has... Uh your own time? I think my family members are fine with it. They know not to wake me up um, when I'm asleep. And as my children have gotten a little bit older, they're better at not coming in while I'm in the bathtub and, and just letting me be. Um, when they were younger, they would come in and join me in the bathtub. So there, there was one time where I actually had all four children in the bathtub with me at the same time. And they were complaining that the bathtub wasn't quite big enough. And I had to explain that most people don't try to put five people in the bathtub at the same time. Um, but mostly my children, as they get a little bit older, really start to kind of respect that space and time. My husband has been really good about respecting my need for a little bit of downtime and privacy and keeping the kids quiet in a way if if I need him to do that. Yes, yes, amazing. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you would like to bring to our discussion? Um, I, I think that taking that time for self-care and self-love is so important, especially because moms and women try to do everything for themselves and for everybody else except themselves. And that when you start making yourself a priority um, and it's not a bad thing to make yourself a priority and taking care of yourself and showing yourself some love and respect, whether it's by eating well or sleeping or doing other self-care activities. I think that those are very important. Yes, thank you. If you could uh, give uh, a piece of advice, what would be your empowering message for all listeners? Um, I think that you have to know that if you don't take care of yourself, then nothing else will be taken care of. Um, in entrepreneur terms, if you don't take care of yourself, there will be no business. Um, you won't have, there will be no family unit if you don't take care of yourself either because 
when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So you, you really have to focus on finding the things that are most important to you for self-care and downtime. And those need to be put high on your priority of things that you need to do um, with your time um, so that you're taking care of yourself first so that you stay healthy and happy well balanced emotionally in a good state etc so that you can keep doing what you need to do oh what you just said should be a bible for all the mummies that you are the first priority and uh, if uh, you're not happy and uh, taking care of no one and nothing will be taken care of around you exactly <laughs> yes thank you Haley, for coming today it's been my great pleasure to have such a lovely inspiring conversation and um, i hope that our listeners enjoy it too thank you very much thank you so much for having me Thank you, gorgeous ladies, for being with us today. Haley couldn't have stressed enough how important your personal care in order to hold your family and career space. If you're a working mom, a home-based entrepreneur, we encourage you to stay a woman. If you need any extra help of a nanny, driver or business coach, we are out there for you. At the end of the day, your husband and kids want to see a happy wife and mom. There is another friendly reminder from my side. All the podcasts are available on the website, SoundCloud and iTunes. Feel free to listen and share. This was I, Anna Geller. Stay tuned. Stay loved.